Thanks for joining us on Couch Guy Hollywood here with the latest and greatest movie news in Hollywood. It's Coop. I'm here <laughs> with Nick in the back, Carly and Sean. How you guys doing today? What's up, everybody? How are we? We uh, usually talk about you know movies and the industry and all that good jazz on the on the podcast, but today we're gonna switch gears a bit and uh, we have a special guest uh, on the couch on the hot seat today. Everybody, give a warm welcome to Ian Johnson, the singer from Fames. Hey, 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 hey! The highly acclaimed band Fames. Here, I these. don't know about that. There, there you go. go. I'm you good. Look good in those, though. <laughs> Thank I you. I like doing those more than yeah. and me. Mm-hmm. Uh. How you been, man? Pretty good. Yeah. Um, where? What month are we on in quarantine? What, we're in like four month twenty. Twenty. <laughs> four twenty. Like, feels like twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm good, man. Trying to stay busy. Trying to work on music as much as possible. Um, taking it easy until yeah. we can get out of this and all go outside and play together again. Exactly. Exactly. How's how's the uh, how's it been treating you? You know, we've we've been talking about. You know, how music has kind of changed in the last, you know, from live concerts to, you know, Just live streams internet, yeah. and the internet. And, how you know, it's a crazy what's happening. It's, you know, uh, just what's it been like for you? I mean, pretty much like four walls and as much sunlight as possible. So I don't feel like a total vampire. But we've been staying productive. We've been like working on Zoom like I think a lot of people have been. Am I okay on mic wise, guys, by the way? Yeah, you're doing good. I didn't know if I, sometimes I wander off. Yeah, no, you're doing um, great. But <laughs> no, we're good. We try and do that just so we can stay, you know, active and stuff. But the guys and me and the guys, Blair and Wes, who are in the band, uh, we've been getting together at uh, Wes's home studio and we got some new stuff coming. So we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Sweet man, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad to have you on. I I kind of want to take a glad to be here. Yeah, glad. Um, you know, I'm I want to. Take uh, take you all the way back to I mean the beginning you know I I'd love to hear the the story of you know where this of all me began. personally yeah. or uh, okay you I didn't know music if you meant of the band whatever I you, guess I can yeah all man get to that take us back to, uh, to where it all began for I you I guess man. where it began my 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 dad was a, a preacher um, so I grew up very religious so my brother sang in church my mother sang in church my dad did they played the music and then I slowly like. Got more interested in it and then started picking up a guitar and just like watching them. And I mean, obviously at first it was just to like write songs for girls and try and get their attention. And <laughs> to no avail because like no one really thinks you're cool when you're a kid and you do music. It's just like, oh, you're just, there's like an age where people are like, can take you serious, I feel like. And um, I took myself very serious from like day one, it was like, performing on stage alone in the church with like no one in there we i lived literally our home was on the same property as the church so i just had like this like playground of instruments and like shitty recording gear and so i would just like turn on a band and like jam and literally pretend like there was like hundreds of people in front of me there wasn't anyone um but i just got like so like in love with that performance and like the idea of creating something that you know you could also like physically present to people. And so that just kept going. And I was started singing in church, playing in church and never really liked music. I'm not a very religious person anymore. Um, but I loved like the spirituality and the emotion of that music. So I think that carried over into uh, 
when I got older and I started writing songs for girls and myself and and then it just kept going. Do you want me to keep going? There's so hey, much. Hey, you know, you know, wherever you want to take it. I mean, what's uh, you know, I guess what's it like writing your your first song? You know, where where do you did you? I don't you really remember like the first song. It's kind of like I don't know, like the first time like you really felt pain. Like you don't really remember. It's like so long ago. You know, there's like a moment, and I guess when we're like twelve, and we're like, oh, okay, I'm aware now of everything. But the first song was. I couldn't even tell you. I, I, I wouldn't even remember what it sounded like. <laughs> I know it was definitely terrible. Definitely terrible. Yeah, and how do you you grow from that? Yeah, every I think so, every he, song yeah, gets better I than mean, the last, I guess. It's like you know, when it's you like first a, start playing a sport, you're horrendous, you know, but if you you keep going and you have the willpower to work at it, I, I think you get you get better or you, you move on to something else. Mm -hmm. And I just never moved on from this. When did you like, um, you know, when... When did you realize that, you know, music was something you could take into a career? Or you, you was there, um, you, were I, you playing I, music for fun at first? You know, yeah, I, I started doing it pretty serious, like, as a solo artist for a couple years back in Nashville, Tennessee. And that that got, like, a, a little notice from me and kind of turned into something. Like, I got a, a song in, a, uh, like, a TV show, like like a bad, like, rom-com show some network that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. But and then solely like getting paid to play gigs and like cover time and you know people would want me to play around town where it got out and then that kind of just dissolved out of just not as much as I wanted it to be a career at that time I wasn't really like treating it like one or treating anything like one and so I think once the band started I kind of understood my place that you know I'm not I'm not a one man show I need I need the boys and we all got to like be together in it or just, you know, I'll burn the thing down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, mean. Uh, I mean, are there, uh, were there any songs? I was it that, you know, at first it was the church, but you know, did, were there any songs that kind of just, you know, resonated with you, kind of inspired you to, you know, be what you are today, I guess, you know, like songs from other people, so that I other, other people. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, yeah, you too was a huge influence on me as a kid. Cause it was like, my dad always had that plane. Um, I'm sorry. Always had that plane like on DVD. Um, oh, I guess it was probably on VHS at that time, mm -hmm. which like seems so not that long ago. But um, yeah, they were like kind of that first like band where I was like, oh my god, if I could be like Bono, you know, that would be awesome. Now, not I don't think like that way so much. I mean, he's still awesome, but I don't. I think the purple sunglasses are for for him and not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I well, uh, you know, tell me how I mean, so you're from Nashville. Where's No. No, I'm from Northern California. You're from not Northern to California. Cut you off. That's right. But I okay, didn't I want keep, people keep, to think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I'm right. not. Yeah. But that's where you spent your, you know, most of your years was Nashville, right? Yeah, from about like 22 to 20 Six. Oh, see, I keep, I'm keep, I'm under the impression that you just grew up in, you know, no, baby, Nashville. No, you know, no, yeah, it's because no, no. how you know, you talk about it. No, but, uh, California was the place I was born. I mean, I've kind of been all over. My family resides up in Oregon now. I reside mm -hmm. in Los Angeles here, with, with you. Yeah, with me. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, I mean, what, what, going over to Nashville, what, what was the atmosphere like? I've never been there, but you know, what's uh, the atmosphere to music? Um, I guess. I mean. A lot of like you know like pop country, which I mean it's 
a very high grossing genre. And I mean, compared to other genres. Yeah. I think it, it's like one of the top, I believe. Don't, don't, don't stat check me on that. But <laughs> I think I might be right. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that uh, stat real was... quick. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> We're good. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of okay. Yeah. Somebody yeah, tweeted we'll that. that. We'll just yeah. say that. Yeah. Sure. It's like my Twitter and it says like, I, Country music is the highest grossing genre. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but at first it was just kind of like that like sad white dude with an acoustic guitar, you know, talking about his feelings, which I feel like was just... I was playing it out. Half of the people I knew were playing it out, and I just, you know, I couldn't really keep that keep that up anymore. And did, a, you know, did Nashville, I mean... And then, obviously, from Nashville going to Los Angeles, I mean, what did it change, uh, you know, your perception of the way the music industry, the music business is? And, well, and it made me like it a lot more, pers- yeah. I think. Um, the, the vibe I got picked up in Nashville wasn't really for me. Yeah, I, you know, I want to be on stage. I want to be on, you know, top of the stands and, you know, going full force and mm-hmm. getting pumped up with the boys and... Uh, that wasn't that there, you know, unless you were like, you know, snakeskin boots and not that I wouldn't wear those boots, but <laughs> like that whole vibe, you know, put the cowboy hat on and you stand up there, you know, and all like, yeah, that just wasn't me. And when I got here, it was like, we could kind of be free. We didn't have to be like kind of held back by the previous music projects we were all doing. And it was just freeing to kind of let our, let our hair down and make the music we wanted to make without a city kind of hanging over. Nashville yeah, kind of yeah. feels like that city, you know, where it's like music city when it's mm-hmm. like, it's it's much just as much like restaurant city, hotel city, you know. Yeah, <laughs> as much as any other city. Mm-hmm. What, um, going back to, you know, your family. So your, your father was a preacher. Your yeah, brother is, is a, a preacher. preacher. Your mother is part of the church. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, my mom and dad now go to my brother's church. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, but you know, you're you're kind of the first person in the family, from unless I'm wrong, you know, to be in the music industry. To yeah, be to go the, the other it. way, you could say. Yeah, but I mean, in the same way, it's like I believe I, I love my father and I respect so much of who he is and who he was. I mean, he's still alive, and my brother and stuff. But there is an element of like it is the stage, you know. It's still like the mics on you. Yeah. And people are looking to you to provide, you know, like this insurance, you know, so they can like cash it out and go do bad things during the week or whatever. And like, I'm not really creating much of a difference, different thing. You know, people can come and see our show and enjoy it and feel things. And I hope they, you know, really take something out of it. But to me, it's just the same. Yeah, it's the yeah. same bat. I'm just but swinging to, you for know, the opposite field. To take take it on, you know, you, you you know, you have to get a lot of support. Like they're giving you that. Yeah, you know, they. You got yeah, that I think they knew I was going to do it anyway, so yeah. it didn't really. You do it there no was no why. stopping. Yeah, me, there's no stopping. You know, and they learned that from me just being a punk ass growing up. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, you're in LA. Where did the band start? You know, band started in Nashville. Wes and I are a guitar player, but he's. I don't want to just say guitar player because he is kind of like the the mad scientist behind everything. He's programming drums, playing the keys, doing everything. But uh, me and him met outside of a bar uh, in Nashville, and we just kind of hit it off. Started talking about stuff. He had a bunch of demos. I had like a whole record's worth of music, and we scrapped all that because it wasn't as good as his stuff. And then it just kind of kept going, and we literally stayed in a closet in Nashville for 
like a year just writing songs like chain smoking cigarettes drinking so much <laughs> so many beers and uh but just kept writing and like it'd be like a song a night a couple songs a night yeah and um we we had like there was a different member at a time and then when we got to la me and Wes were just like just the band we'll do everything we'll hire people but then we met blair and he was like this answer to everything we needed um because he does all of our videography our art design um so we're and he's the drummer and he's the drummer uh-huh yeah. Do you guys all write song, the songs together? Like, are you? Yeah, we. You know, are you guys mainly like? Do you write the lyrics, or how does the beats go? Yeah, we all write together. Yeah. Um, it starts with ideas from Wes, and then we have a production deal with um a uh, a guy, a cat from Sony, so he's our co-writer, and then we have a engineer we work with as well. So we have a pretty good team. So we all kind of take on these songs together now, which is great. Yeah, and you're, you're saying, you know, you got somebody at Sony. What's, uh, I mean, did you come out to L.A. kind of just fish in the water, you know? just Yeah, kinda, I, I served know, him coffee. And I served him coffee, and then he, like, offered us a production deal, like, a week later. Uh, all right, so that's how it I works. mean, I sent him the songs. <laughs> he wasn't just like, oh, you look cool. I'll sign you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes it seems like that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> could be quick, could be long. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's nice. Well, uh, when did you get on stage? Well, like, tell me your first, your first time, I, I guess, as, as a band. This band. On uh, stage. Y- yeah, we played at this bar that I don't think is going to be open anymore. Oh. Um, yeah, all of our friends were there. We were, like, way over capacity. It was crazy. We crammed, like, there's, like, 150 people in, like, a 60-person room. Were you there? Was it Troubadour? Or no. Sayers Club. No, it was no, that before that. No. I don't know. Uh, maybe I didn't you know. You think we played like that on our first show? That's so nice of you. Played like what? Great? Well, the Troubadour show that you were at. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. No, you were I, at the Sayers Club. I was at both. You were at both. I was. It was my first night out was, uh, at mm. age 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. We took that from you. <laughs> yeah. Because we took you to the Rainbow Room. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You, yeah, I was. You were uh, there, right? I was with your sister the entire time. Your sister and. and uh, oh, uh, my brother. Yeah, Eric. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, hanging Good with times. the fam. Yeah. <laughs> we seem so close probably on the air with people like, oh, damn, they totally hang out. <laughs> We're trying to hook this up we for love like each other. seven months. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sorry, that got off topic. But no, no, no. But uh, yeah, yeah. You're for, where, where, what bar? It was, it was called Tenants of the Trees, but it doesn't exist anymore. No. Well, has, we'll leave it at that. So, you're, you're in the you know, are are you a guy who works with the audience, or you know, do you need an audience there? How do you play yeah. better? Like, well, you, you hope I mean, you there's an the audience closet? there. Yeah, if there's mean, not an audience there, you're not yeah, really. Yeah, what's your? Good. I mean, you know, talking about because you know the audience changes. So you know now that it's online, what's that like? You know, for you, do, are you you know? Well, can we you did, still getting that. Yeah, we did one gig. We did this. Our manager got us this gig with this. Uh, this live stream app called B app and we did it's Coca-Cola sponsored or something. It was, it was really dope, but uh, we just had to like set up for, you know, basically kind of like this room where it's like one, you're doing one thing, I'm doing one thing. And then, yeah. and then it's like plugged into a phone, you know, so there's no response after you play. Yeah. But I mean, there was like a ton of people streaming it and stuff, which was awesome. But like you, you stop and like nothing happens. Yeah. But you imagine playing and people like clapping or, you know, you yelling something yeah. at me. Or where do you, where do you see the? I mean, where do you see you know 
concerts and everything going here in the next couple. Of, I mean, year. Well, like, where, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a while. Know? I think the smaller clubs will. I don't know. My the, what I think would be like the smallest club would open up, and then next year, summer or whatever, will mm-hmm. be like arenas and all those shows and everything. But I think it. I feel like it kind of like evens the playing field a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like all the big ones are going to have to come out like guns a blazing and yeah. doing world tours and stuff. But like, you know, the little guys like us will have more room to, you know, like play those bigger clubs, you know, that normally wouldn't take us, you know, but yeah. now they have to. <laughs> you guys, I mean, before this all happened, I, you know, you were talking about you guys are going on tour. There right. was a lot of plans of like, well, we had yeah. just signed with management, so the whole plan was to like get a few new songs out, have managers get us on the road and everything, but like then it like immediately switched and it was like, you ever been on the road? You done road with tours? the band? No, no, no. So we, uh, we're we're very new. Uh, the last show was well, you only guys the just fifth seen, show. Yeah, you guys are so comfortable up there, and it's like you've been doing it. Like we've all been playing times. a really long time. Yeah, with yeah. other our previous gigs. Uh-huh. So I think like I got comfortable singing with a mic. Wes has always done this. He's been touring for like 16 years. Yeah. Okay. Blair's been doing the same. We got any uh, questions over there? I mean, I'm more curious about your music inspirations. I know you talked about YouTube, but are there any other, any other things? Oh, yeah. Jeez, sorry. No, you're good. Probably sounded smash into the mic. Um, lately, a lot of hip hop, like 90s hip hop, like Tupac. Black Star. Uh, I grew up like obsessed with this guy named Aesop Rock. Has anyone heard of him? Aesop Rocky? No, Aesop Rock. <laughs> He's a white dude. Not not Aesop Rocky, who's also amazing. But Aesop he was, Rock sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard of him. Yeah, he he had this like his lyricism was like you didn't know what he was talking about it, but the rhythm of it and everything and the melody was so like incredible to me and so it was like a huge influence and whenever i tell people that they're like you make pop music that is normally listened to by like girls yeah but that's fine but like the things i listen to are normally not the things that i'm like creating i mean there's some similarities with every other things but like i was most inspired by like this independent hip-hop scene of atmosphere you guys listen to him and all yeah i actually that was one of the first people i ever saw live Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I never got first, to see him. Like, I think it was the first rap show I ever went to. It was uh, at Carly, you know, Bumper Shoot. It was a Bumper Shoot festival right right before Lil Dicky came out. So those are two guys oh. I I'd never very heard different. Of, would yeah. never heard of. This is like five years ago. And then um, now look at them. Yeah. I, yeah. Atmosphere. Atmosphere had been around a lot longer than five years ago. His for uh, that record, God Loves Ugly, was. Oh yeah! That, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was what that, he, that was like changed my life. Yeah. That was a moment where I was like, "I'm alive." <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, um, what was your what was your first concert? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Pro- I mean, I went the to like I went remember. to like like Christian music festivals. So I don't really consider that like my first concert. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like flames and lights and super cool shit going on. Yeah. But it wasn't really that awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my first concert, I mean, I saw, I think like Switchfoot or something. Oh, Switchfoot. I wasn't like a lot. I wouldn't, I couldn't like go to like see like Ozzy at the 
Oracle Arena in Oakland yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to do that. Like my my first was uh yeah. What was, was your Pearl first Jam? Pearl Jam. Well, I, see, oh, I you're from Seattle. Yeah, they, that I makes sense. Played a four hour show with uh. Mud, I know that's Mud insane. Honey. Dude, then, have you ever done? Have you ever like just acted in a role for four hours straight? Do per, a like, play maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, like singing film? for four hours <laughs> yeah, straight well, is so hard. Film? No, he's not going to... Wait, like a scene... Oh, I guess like a scene... I mean, I feel like we were working on one of my scenes in my film for like an hour and a half, two hours. It's like exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. And he was like crying the entire time and, over and over Yeah, again. and Eddie Vedder like... I can't... Or like Bruce Springsteen still like performs for like five fucking hours. You know? how, much, how much time do you think you spend in the studio? You know, what's... Being in the studio, I mean... What's Lately, like? not very much because yeah, they're all obviously. closed down. Yeah. Or locked up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're constantly working. Like, I mean, the studio can be anywhere. When we when when we have a guitar lying around and computers are working or whatever. But even you know, just with guitars, we're always working on stuff. Yeah, right. Trying to write the next something. I'm actually really curious. Uh, you were that? you were talking about hip hop, and you were talking about how that's been kind of something you've been yeah. like influencing you recently. Have you been using that in some of the new songs? Yeah. Like, have you been influenced? Like, yeah, the next one's you? got got that vibe. And the one after that, I mean, it's not like we're pulling in like, like Wiz Khalifa is not going to make an appearance on one of our songs as <laughs> right. much as I right. would like that. You did Fall Out Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, good. we're not, I'm not talking like that. I'm just talking like samples that were used in like the mid to late nineties and stuff of that like era of music that I've been jamming on is like, I just love like those repeating melodies and stuff and like the backbeats of those songs. Because they were, like, sampling, like, every breath you take, you know, like that back in the, the Tupac song. And then um, oh, we were listening to it earlier. Oh. Uh, Taking those samples from the 80s and putting the hip-hop songs over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but we're just reversing it because we're, like, super influenced by the 80s music and trying to kind of bring a more modern feel to it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing a cover of one of those songs in the in the future? Like rapping, like any, one of them? I don't know. I mean, any cool. of like any of your favorite songs from the past. Um, 80s, 90s. we're not. I, if if we're gonna put out a cover, it's gonna be something like no one would see coming because it kind of like, like I think Wes and I would argue a lot about what song we would cover because I'd be like, let's cover like, I don't know, a Motorhead song or something, but make it like a pop song, which would be stupid. No one should ever do that, by the <laughs> Weezer, way. Weezer, no scrubs. No, yeah. No. no one should ever do things. But I don't I don't even know, like, covers are so tricky because, you know, we would rather play our songs. I right, guess. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking yeah. of songs, you working on anything new right now? Yeah, the, uh, the next song comes out August 1st. This is the first time I'm telling anybody this. Are we allowed to hear the title? or? Yeah, it's called Scared of the Dark. All right. Yeah, did, and did, it's a, did COVID affect that? You heard it here first. You know, did that <laughs> kind of come in within COVID? Or uh, before it co- was a song we wrote like right away when it was like yeah. our our song co-writer. It was like, I'm not getting in a room with you guys till this is all cleared up. And we we're like, okay, yeah. so we started doing the Zoom thing, and he Who's had like not Kevin, but like, so you write with somebody off? Yeah, from off Sony. Yeah, our our guy oh, from right. Sony. The guy what's that like? It. Collaborating like that, like. It's do, great do they because get he's, your kind of same vision for the yeah. songs. And yeah, I think what that I think people like that when you start. I've realized in L.A. or when you start like catching some buzz and like working with people, you know, who are 
you know, running the studios yeah, and yeah. writing the hits and stuff, you realize how important it is to have help because everybody's ego is just like, I can do it on my own or I'll be fine if I just write the songs. And it's like, you probably won't. Like, you look on like some of these, the best songs ever, and it's like, who's that guy? And it's like, that's the guy like we have yeah. where he's, you know, really helped my voice become more of what it is and, you know, become more of a natural singer and using my tones and everything. Like, you don't find that, like, there's some geniuses who can just figure it all out on their own. Yeah. I just don't know many of them or I think that kind of bullshit. But uh, working with people like this has been so, I think, just uh, knowledgeable of, like, yeah. How to write a song, you know, in the right way and not just like your way, you know, and you yeah. have to think of like, what are people going to enjoy listening to? Yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, this podcast, you know, we, we kind of, we look at, you know, people upcoming in this industry, you know, we mostly yeah. talk movies over here, but you know, we, we talk about music too. And, uh, you know, people who are we can talk about struggling there, well, we can talk about movies if you want, but you know, ending off on this, I, I want to ask you, you know, if you have any advice for, you know, up and coming musicians, you know, what's, uh, what's your advice to them, you know, on making this, making this work and making it happen. You know? I think it, it kind of tail, tails back into what I just said about like understanding that, like your opinion, your like go to or your gut, like, isn't always right. And I think you have to kind of learn that, like, you know, like, you got to suck for a long time, you know? Yeah. Unless you're natural and you can just, like, wake up and sing in the key of C, then, like, mm -hmm. that's great. But, like, you have to work at it and you have to treat it like, you know, it is your job even when you don't make money yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. I you think, think that... Uh, patience. Patience. You think that uh, an artist has to be in Los Angeles to play this game? You know? No. No? I think it's more accessible here to, like, you know, get on the radio or, like, on a podcast. Like, I have friends who, like, live in other cities and stuff, but, like, most of the people I know live either live in New York, Nashville, and California. I know there is other bands out there, like, living in, like, Wyoming and, like, paying no rent and, like, just, like, cashing out. But Yeah. I don't think you have to be here. No, well, there's uh, so much more to the world. My big question is, you know, when are you when are you gonna start acting, man? <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when, dude, I'm telling you, I'm, no, I just, ever, I had ever, ever since you brought this up to me, I've thought about it a lot more. I, I literally like, you know, when when we met, I was just like, you know, you. You look like but like I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm an Aaron Paul type. Like I'm an Aaron no, Paul not. type. That's no, a you're joke. Not. You're not. You're um, not. No, no. I'm like. You Do you think he's that. an Aaron Paul type? No, it's not. No, I want to know. I shouldn't Do even you think he's an up. Aaron Paul type? No. Exactly. Thank no, you. you're like a like uh, uh, Hank's kid. You're like Tom Hanks' kid. Oh, Tom Hanks' kid. Okay. Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Colin, <laughs> Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Yeah, Colin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like that. <laughs> no, but I, which I was is like, great. He probably makes bank, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Uh, no, but I was uh, like a year ago. I was like, yo, you just seem like the, uh, like the shoot. Who was it? Uh, like the Ryan Reynolds, like Deadpool type. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I you, definitely you find am that like. Your... I, I, it's just I've always been like a very charismatic kid, and. You know, I think that's always in me. Like, I don't feel uncomfortable a lot around people. I can go into, you know, a room and talk to people. But I, the idea of, like, pretending to be someone else sounds intriguing because yeah, yeah. sometimes you just need a break from yourself. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm full-time full music for a while. And then the next thing will come in. But, I mean, I'm devoting to, uh, 
10 years solidly i mean if unless it like fails and blows up or the world fucking ends well, but it's music for 10 years and then you know and then maybe some more music and maybe a little mix of both you know maybe maybe well since we're already kind of like talking about uh, movies i actually i don't know if you are there any soundtracks of any movies that you like stick out to you or anything that you like really like i don't uh, know if you're a big i don't know if you uh really yeah know any. i uh, just curious I mean, as cliche, I think Drive was one that really like stuck you out and hit me in the hit me in the head. Um, you Nine Inch Nails guy? You like Trent Reznor? Never really been a Nine Inch Nails no. guy. No. Well, he's better on the score. I, I like his soundtracks and scores better in movies. Okay, sure, fair. Um, but yeah, a lot of that like kind of creepy synthesizer stuff from soundtracks not like stranger things i think that's a little like halloween yeah that's just like like some music executive being like like they know what they're doing (laughs) it's like that that music has always like been influential and shit so i'm Mm -hmm. not surprised that it's made away but yeah drive was like a huge one i just love those all those melodies and I love driving around Los Angeles in my car listening to pop music. It's like my favorite thing. But lately, 90s hip-hop music. Yeah, yeah. How's your, uh, I mean, ask, how, how's your uh, CD? The Vert. This, what's it called? The, the Vert. The, the Convertible. Ver- the Convertible. <laughs> well, how's the CD thing going? The Vert sounds good because like, I grew up skateboarding, so it's like, yeah. what's the Vert on it? It's like top down. That's the Vert on it. <laughs> Who's he? But you know you're collecting CDs now, right? Yeah, I, I haven't put the CDs in the car yet. I just leave it on this one radio, and I think 93.5. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that might also be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Random uh, but it's 90s, it's 90s hip-hop all day, and that's all I've been jamming. Yeah. And when people get in my car, you know, like I told you, they can't be like, I want to listen to Usher. It's like, you can't <laughs> listen to Usher unless he's on the radio. Yeah, and yeah. then next, so my plan is I'm going to collect all these CDs by like like a real investment in CDs yeah. and put them in my car. And when people are like, hey, man, have you heard that new Rihanna song? I'll be like, yeah, of course. Can I play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I have it on CD, then you can turn it on and you can skip to the, the just CD. CDs only. CDs only. I was going to say like you could go down to um, Atomic Records, but they closed it down. Yeah. They got all the CD. They had everything there. I was just thinking about think that. All- Somebody came in with a bunch of records the other day. Amoeba or Atomic? A- was it Am- Amoeba? Amoeba. Amoeba. Yeah, yeah. But they're opening back up in Atom- the fall. I know an Atomic. I mean, that's Who's one Atomic too. Records? There's, some There's records. an Atomic Records. There's an Atomic Records. That's when I go to. There that's is. A separate one Much now. smaller. Different one. Amoeba. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to well, them, I thought they closed it down. Amoeba, they're just, they closed down, but they're moving. Yeah, they moved. Yeah. Where are they moving to? Like right, uh, right around the corner. Whatever. I think Hollywood and Vine. Oh, nice. And there's going to be a smoke shop. <laughs> That's all you need? Records and weed? <laughs> oh, my California. God. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We got any, uh, anybody on? Yeah, so I have a question that's a little off topic, but all going right. back to talking about performances and stuff. Do you have any, like, funny stories or any cool, like, experiences from a performance you've had? Anything, like, stick out? I don't a know. performance? Yeah, just, like, a funny moment or, like, a weird thing that happened oh, to you. Oh, shit. I mean, there's, I've been lucky enough to like, I haven't really had like my big, big flop, you know, 
Um, I mean, at Sayers Club, my microphone turned off for like a second. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but then I was like, no one even knows the song, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Except, well, you did. And some other people and the friends and the homies. But uh, there's definitely been like weird ones. Um, I was, this isn't, I didn't perform this show, but I did see Ryan Reynolds crowd surf at a punk show. Or not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. I was like, this crowds. is crowds. That would have been so dope. Like, but no, not that guy. The other, the other beautiful man. Gosling. Drive. Gosling was at this punk show. I think it was like a half heart show, and like fucking so into it. And that was like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. That's pretty sweet. Uh, I have another question from Grace. I'm actually curious myself. I see you have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. I, what is your like favorite tattoo that you have? If None you up see? here. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, my favorite, um, probably the palm tree, because uh, Wesley and I both have them. We got them the same day. The palm tree right before we moved to LA. Yeah. So that's like the boys. That's stamp. pretty sweet. Blair's going to get his. All the band's going to be stamped with that tattoo. Damn. For I life. Like that. It's nice. Wes got his on his hand, and he only had one other tattoo on here. Yeah. And he got it on his fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, super sweet for a guitar player, but right. like, also, like, not super get another job kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? But he's been all right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattoos are, I feel like, a lot more like acceptable these days. Mm hmm. Not for the. I've been thinking about. I actually just started. I was thinking about getting one. Fi finally, finally, actually come up with a. Now, nah, I mean, what it, would you get? Well, here, here's the. I think that, I want to hear what you think about this. But uh, well, my buddy said he was gonna do. I was like, dude, I'll do this with you. I was like, this sounds like a great idea. But I'm thinking like your cat. De depend. Yeah, my cat. Yeah, right on my just, back. Yep. Right. Right, right here. all the way. Yeah. All the way down. The entire. My back. dead cat. Yep. Rest <laughs> in peace. No, I want Jeez. to get like a. What was uh, his name? Baby, like the just driver. get the name, dude. That would be a great tattoo. Just baby. My baby, mom would love that. Baby on your lips, on yeah. the inside of your lips. Baby. No, don't do that. <laughs> I think that shit's not good to get yeah, in your no, face. That, yeah, no, no, but I want to get like a, uh, like a, like a film reel, like wrapping around my arm, like down. I don't know. Would you guys? No, like, you don't. Yeah, I do. I haven't finished the <laughs> no, tattoo. I haven't finished the tattoo. I yet. mean, I always, I was always told like. Like I was used to do like little modeling gigs and shit, and this this ruins jobs. That's bro. what I'm saying. That's what it, it, this okay. like I will never be like. If on I an became ad. a full time writer, then I'd do it. If I became Dwayne Johnson, then I'd do it. Then you get him after. <laughs> but get him. It's after. not like I can't be like an F list actor getting a whole film. But, but what would you guys think? Do you wake right up every day going like I'm just like The Rock, so I should think like that? But you know how he's got the. Tat. <laughs> I think he does, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I Wait. think like that. I wake up. I look in the room. I go. I look at my mirror. I'm like okay, yeah. Okay, so you just like explain it more. I think. No, no, I don't but, like, but like it's a fil film reel. You I don't think it changes my film reel that wrap goes around, like, all the way down the and then, arm. And then eventually, eventually, you put your favorite movies in the film reel. He told film. me this. I was like, I don't think you should do that. It's gonna look weird with nothing else. Yeah, what are well, you gonna get like full murals like, like this big? Maybe some. some no. Maybe <laughs> does anyone want to tell him that he shouldn't do this? Uh, actually, your sister says not to do it. She so told me it was a crazy wait, idea. Actually, wait, like I'm so sorry. I just lied. I, she didn't say it. She said the opposite. She said makeup is really good these days. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's what opposite. she told me. She said yeah. makeup is sorry, great Avery, these days. Oh, she's right about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true. And then a quote. Like, I'd like some type of inspiring quote on my, my back shoulder. I feel like Coop a stats. quote would be better to cover yeah, up. Just start like, with. baby's always with me. Good warm up. I feel like the film reel, too, would be a little expository if you were an actor. Like, if yeah, they didn't like, cover it up with It's like makeup. if I had a microphone tattoo, dude. Yeah. Everybody would yeah. think I'd be a dick. <laughs> 
I'm in the film industry. Right Get a microphone right here. Like, it's a, like a teardrop? <laughs> that, but that it's would in be a microphone. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Put that on for a show. How does Post Malone not have that tattoo? Somebody he, got that tattoo. You might tattoo. get that idea now. Yeah. yeah. Somebody has that tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, uh, anything Somebody's got to be. Anything else from over there? Uh, I mean, for right now, uh, not really. I have to go back and look, but I mean... Yeah. Keep going. Well, I don't know, know what you got Cover going the on. tracks, man. What uh, what, what are a couple of your songs that uh, you know, we should all look out for? Uh, our, our last just, single, I mean, you guys scared the dark single, out, but yeah, what, what do I call out? you? Was the title? Is the title? It's funny when you like move on from a song. It feels like somebody's passing away. You're like it was called this, mm-hmm. um, but it did it did pretty good. It it got us on the map, pretty like in a lot of places all over the world. And what was your last album that just came out? Or was it an EP? Well, we just been doing singles. Okay, okay. We did what, we did it? like a handful of singles in January that were like each week that came out like every Friday. That was really fun to like right. kind of feel like you're in the quick process of le- releasing music because it is so quick these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like 40,000 songs uploaded a day to Spotify or some shit like that. It's probably higher than that. What do you now. think it is like that makes it that one? What's, what's, the, what's the secret sauce, you know? Man... There's, you know, I, I there's this artist, this band called The Night Game. He he just came out with a song called Magic Trick, and he talks about how like people are like, what is the trick? And I mean, it's like twisting three chords in a different way, but like the melodies you sing that stick with people, you know. And like some of the biggest songs in the world, like mm-hmm. are kind of annoying, you know, yeah, and yeah. kind of like rattle your brain a little bit. But like some people just get so obsessed. Most people get so obsessed over like. The hits, you know, it's like yeah. those melodies that just never leave. So that's the one. I don't know. I don't know what creates it, but I mean, I hope I get a taste of it. Back to you know, you're, you said you're doing singles. So when you're writing these songs, are you writing those? Is there like a story you're telling through all those singles, or is it different versus the album? Um, I mean, we have, you know, when, when we get to an album, idea. I feel like an, an album. I feel like is you know like a body of songs that kind of tell this one story of where you were at. You know, like. But I mean, I also find joy in writing songs about things that I'm not currently experiencing, you know, yeah. to just to try and twist, you know, the heartbreak song. We have a lot of those songs uh, that we've been putting out. and uh, It's definitely still about like a time of my life, but I'm no longer like in it. But going back when you kind of have a clarity of it, I mm-hmm. think is a really good thing for writing. I think even, you know, a writer for film or TV or whatever could experience the same thing where it's like, once you're out of a thing, you have a better understanding of it, which is probably a better time to write about it. So yeah. that's kind of what these singles have been about. And uh, yeah, it's just about writing good songs, man. Awesome. Like every song we try and treat like, you know, with utmost respect. And if it's trash, then just goes away. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one out of five, you know, will be good. You know, and the other, most of the other ideas are like, keep them in a file on your hard drive somewhere yeah anything left over there yeah so actually i have a couple questions uh the first one yeah i know that we talked about uh you know how you said you don't necessarily need to move out to california for music but for you was there anything that like kind of like did you just want to come here and you were like i just wanted to come back home yeah right yeah yeah yeah. okay that makes sense but i think los angeles was a lot more intriguing wes and i had flown out here previous to moving here and uh Met like producers started meeting different people, but we just needed to get out of the south. Like, all four seasons in a very drastic way were pretty draining on like the human body. Yeah, and 
I mean, I know California, we face our fair share of, uh, you know, earth and whatever it does. But I think just coming home and, you know, feeling closer to um, some of my family and uh, it was just really freeing to get out, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then uh, another question that we have, um, very interesting as well. Uh, if you could open the show for like any artist, like literally think of anyone al- alive or dead, who would it be? I don't know. Couple, if you this have this question, always, even if the interviewer doesn't ask it, it always gets asked. It's got to be. It's I know. A great question. Um, okay. Favorite. I mean, if we opened for you two, and my family was there, and Wes's pops is a huge YouTube fan too, mm-hmm. um, that would be, that would be absolutely insane. That would be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be able to get to the set. I'd like walk on and be like, <laughs> I'd just start crying. <laughs> but that would that would be I mean not to bring up the same band again but I mean right. we also want to tour with like new bands that are doing their thing I mean the Killers would be awesome Killers would be awesome Foster the people love them Ooh. Strokes Strokes I don't think anyone would want to see our bands play both maybe at a festival like really? a couple hours in between <laughs> different stage yeah. I don't think Strokes fans are Fames fans Damn. Yeah. but maybe. Stop. Maybe the good, maybe the fans who are like, I listen to other music. Yeah. (laughs) You are literally the only one. I'm the only one. (laughs) So far. So far. Yeah. Yeah. You all get over there, Nick. Yeah. You guys keep going. Yeah. Come back to us. You know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm out. You're out. I'm there. You're dry. I'm dry. That was a lot of questions, though, man. That was really good. (laughs) There was no weird moment. You know, last week I was like, or was it Tuesday? I was like, you're cutting us off, Nick. And I was like, geez, Nick, it's been like 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, because you just, you felt like it was hour 10. Yeah, we're at an hour 10. And I was like, hey, Coop, like, I guess guess some days I just feel differently. Hour 10? How long long have we been on? I don't know. We've been going for like an hour. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, just about. Just about. Oh, wow. That felt awesome. like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's how it like feels to you, buddy. Well, you know, I, I see you all the time. <laughs> well, I, I get fun. a lot of hours with you. If there's not anything else, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you um, did a great job. I mean, you before well. you go, if you want to just shout out whatever you guys, whatever you have. Oh, yeah. Go let for me it. see if I can do this on the spot. <laughs> course, you can follow yeah. us on Instagram, Fames Music, um, Facebook, same thing, if that's still around. Um, Twitter, this is Fames. Um, like I said, we have a new single coming out August 1st. It's called Scared of the Dark. Uh, we have a bunch of songs on Spotify mm-hmm. that I hope you would enjoy if, uh, you know, if it's your, uh, if it's your thing. And, uh, once shows are coming back, we'll come back. We'll do some live stuff. We're going to do some more stripped apart videos, which is, we're calling it the stripped apart series where we're all like in our own places and combine our recordings to do versions of our song which yeah. has been really fun so we got another one coming out we got about like four and yeah i mean we're just gonna keep putting out songs and um once this thing takes off we'll put out an album then we'll take off around the world and keep playing there's a lot of people who have been uh, graciously gracefully listening and uh digging the music so we got to cover a lot of territory pretty soon when we're when it's okay to yeah. Oh, hey man, dude! I really thanks admi- for having me. Bro. I admire what you're doing. I, uh, you know, I, I love the grind you're on. You, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see where you guys go. Hey, you, thanks, Blair man. and Wes. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And thank you for coming on. You're great. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me. Soon, man. Yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. All thanks right, everybody. everybody. This has been Ian Johnson from Fames. Uh, you can go check them out, like he said. Uh, also, we'd like to thank Dutch Melrose, and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, 
check us out later on Apple or Spotify. Other than that, we'll see you next Tuesday with a movie review from Andy Samberg's Palm Springs on Hulu. So check that out there. Thank you, everybody. See we'll you, see you later. next week.